At the intersection of movement, knowledge, and passion lies a place I like to call Dancetopia. Dancetopia is home to all students, observers, and lovers of dance. Whether you're a seasoned professional or a novice, there is a place for you in this world. Welcome. Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am back from a very long vacation and getting back into the swing of dancing and just living. Um, I have some exciting things coming up for the podcast, so just stay tuned for that. But I did want to come and share with you some things, some dance-related things that happened during my vacation. Um, I went on a Mediterranean cruise, so I went to Barcelona, Italy, Croatia, and Montenegro, and I actually, I said in a previous episode that I wanted to take a tap class while I was in Barcelona at Escola Luthier de Danza. I unfortunately did not get to do that, um, but I did get to attend their end of the year showcase, which was really fun. And I also uh, booked a gig, which I posted about on Instagram, and I booked that gig with a video audition. And I, I don't, I've never shared this, but I'm usually not huge on video auditions because it's very difficult. They're very difficult and usually inconvenient if you don't have easy access to a studio space, which I didn't because I was on a boat. Um, And even when you do, I just, I don't know why, but I always have felt like they don't showcase me in the best way. I'm not great at, and it was improv. I'm not great at improv and I just don't think it showcases me in the best way. So I was really nervous about it. And I ended up sending the choreographer have the opportunity, a bunch of other videos, because I was like, I want you to see me when I'm at my best, and these I don't think are at my best. So I'm like amazed that she booked me, but I'm rehearsing for that. And it's challenging because I'm in a period of travel, so I've had to not be at some rehearsals. So it's kind of difficult when you don't get that in-person time that everyone else has. But I spoke, I've talked to her, and she believes in me, so I'm going to believe in me. And I will report back and let y'all know how that goes. Um, you might see some changes happening in the format of the podcast and the style of the podcast in the coming episodes because I really want this to be streamlined and professional and and more of a like essay type podcast and just me kind of rambling. Um, so that's coming up. So one of the new things I wanted to try on the podcast is something that I'm calling right now on the internet. It's not a great title. I will probably change it, but this is just where I like read articles, advice columns, blog posts on the internet and share them with you all and just give my thoughts on them. So the the first thing I'm going to share something I found on Reddit. I recently have been introduced to Reddit through, again, I've mentioned this podcast before, Han and Matt know it all. They read some questions that are from Reddit. And I was curious, because you know, I'm always wondering if there are like advice columns for dancers. And I found a couple. 
And I stumbled across this question in Reddit Ballet. Um, it's from about six months ago. And the subject is adult ballet then. And the, and the summary is, my acquaintance just started ballet. She's taking all my classes and she seems stunned at how hard ballet is. I'm annoyed and don't know what to do. And the question reads, I'm 37 and started ballet back in March. I danced from three to 16 and was on point for two years. There was some muscle memory, but I was a hot mess for a long time and have only recently started to feel like it's coming back. Ballet is my safe space where I can shut out my stressful job, being a mom, all the stuff of modern life. It's also helped me lose 80 pounds over the past year with diet. I love being back in ballet, but I don't talk about it much in real life or post a lot about it on social media. I posted one Insta and my acquaintance was immediately, OMG, I wanna do ballet too. I encouraged her and filled her in on my journey. I was very specific that I started in a super casual class to relearn all the basics and only recently started in a more strict class with a more serious dance studio because I needed more of a challenge. She has never taken any ballet or dance lessons at all, ever. Well, fast forward to today. She has, surprise, enrolled in both my ballet classes. Today was the more casual one, but it's still tough and you need at least a basic understanding of ballet to keep up. She didn't want to follow anyone at the bar and spent most of the class really struggling. I tried to give her pointers as we went along, but as you all know, it's not something you can just walk into. It's such a totally different way to engage your body. After class, she told me she was on the verge of tears the whole time and was so upset that she was so bad. She is very athletic, and I think she's never been less than stellar at anything physical before. She also kept saying she's much better at home and wanted to know how to do prettier transitions between positions. Right now, she can't even tendu properly. I told her not to worry about that right now. Part of me is just annoyed. Five minutes of research would tell you how much work ballet is. My own journey, which I explained to her, is evidence of that. I feel like she just disregarded all of my advice and expected to walk in and start doing pirouettes. She also asked me why we didn't do any fuetes. The stricter class is going to be even more extreme. I warned her again today about that, but she was like, oh well, see you Monday. I don't really care other than that class, which I go to for the challenge, is going to have to be slowed way down for her. I feel like my safe space has been invaded, where I have to just counsel her rather than focus on my own dancing, and I just don't know what to do. Any advice? So this was a really interesting question, and uh, most of the responses I see just basically have told the, the writer, like, you know, it's not on you to talk her through this class. Don't baby her. Just focus on yourself and don't let her distract you. Um, and basically, like, she'll probably, the teacher will probably at some point let her know that she's out of her depth and needs to go down a level, but it's not on you to kind of guide her through her ballet journey. But what I was really interested in is just the attitude of this woman's acquaintance towards taking class, because as you all know, I teach adults. Um, if you've read my blog, you know that I teach adults. Um, I teach adult tap, and that attitude is very present with adults because, and I think it's because like when you get older, and I'm only in my 20s, but I even start to feel like this, you realize that your time is kind of at a premium, and if something isn't going to move the needle for you, you kind of feel like you can't invest too much time in it. 
And so you try new things, but if you're not fantastic at them right off the bat, or if there isn't some immediate gratification from it, it's very likely that it'll be set down and either not picked up at all or not picked back up for a very long period. But I, I'll have adults come to my class and I try to be sensitive to the fact that some of them have never tapped before or some of them have never tapped in a long time or some of them have been at the same level. Um, but they'll come in my class, try it once, decide it's too hard and I'll never see them again. And it, it's disappointing, but I think what as we as adults trying new things, and me too, because I've been trying new classes this year, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you're not going to be good at something right away. Trying new things and learning a new skill takes time. And you end up cheating yourself out of a lot of fun and out of a lot of valuable experiences if you immediately shut something down just because it's too challenging. So I would say definitely to this person, if I were advising her myself, you know, don't baby her, don't let whatever she's doing take away from your experience taking dance classes. But also, like, if you can find the room to do it, give her some encouragement and let her know that, yes, this might be a bit difficult right now, but don't give up on it because it could still be fun. She just needs to take her time. Um, with it. So I was just really interested in that letter because I it immediately jumped out at me as kind of, this is what a lot of people who've taken my class have done. That I've never had anybody near tears, but I have had people get really frustrated. I even had, I was doing a performance workshop recently and I barely, I had barely taught like five seconds of choreography and two people just walked out, which one is just rude. But two, it was just so disheartening because they didn't even want to try. And yes, things are challenging, but I personally believe that if you try something that's a touch too hard for you, it just makes you rise to the challenge. Like every skill I've ever learned, dance or otherwise, I've always, I've always kind of been out of my depth. That's what a learning curve is for. So I just feel like for adults who are taking dance classes for the first time or adults who are just trying anything new, I think we all, and it's hard, because when you get to a certain age, especially if you're high achieving in every area of your life, it can be difficult to just kind of slow your brain down and say, okay, I'm new at this, I've never done it before, it's going to be a learning curve, but I'm prepared for it. But I think that's what needs to happen a lot of the time, so that one, you don't offend a teacher by taking their class, having a not great attitude throughout the whole thing, and then never coming back. And two, you don't cheat yourself out of something that could really benefit you. Even if you don't go on to be a professional dancer, you may just learn something that you really enjoy. That's, that's why I really enjoy watching adult recitals, almost more so than I enjoy watching kids because you know that anybody standing on that stage wants to be there. Because like I said, as adults, we tend to not be as receptive to trying new things, I think sometimes because we know we have, I have this job, I have this thing with my kids, or I have this thing to do outside of my work, and I don't have time for something that I have to really invest a lot of time in being good at. So seeing them, the people who've invested that time, and seeing how much they've improved and how proud they are of themselves when they've improved, it just gives me a lot of secondhand joy, and I wish more people would give themselves the chance to have that experience 
but you have to accept that you may look a high mess in class for a few weeks or a few months or even a year or two. But if you keep at it and are receptive to corrections and really trying, it'll get better. So yeah, I'll be looking for more articles and more advice questions uh, like that. And that will hopefully become a regular segment of the podcast. So this was just a quick mini so to kind of say hi, let you know that I'm not dead. I just have been kind of organizing my life and trying to get some things going with the podcast, but I will be back and I will be stronger than ever very soon. And I can't wait to talk dance with all of you. So much love and Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dancetopia, the podcast. Be sure to check out the blog, www.dancetopia.blog. That's dancetopia.blog. You can also like the blog on Facebook, facebook.com slash dancetopiablog, or follow the blog on Twitter and Instagram at dancetopiablog. Thanks for listening. <laughs>